Hi, and welcome to Math and Musings. I'm Mike O'Connell, creator of Math and Musings, and your host. Stay tuned for 15 minutes of science, politics, news, and opinion. In other words, Math and Musings. Today's date is Friday, July 2nd, 2021. This is episode number five of our show, and the beginning of the 4th of July weekend. 4th of July is my favorite uh, daytime holiday. I've been referring to it as such for many years. When people ask me what is your favorite holiday, I have been answering uh, for decades. I always say New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve is definitely my favorite holiday. Uh, however, second favorite holiday and favorite daytime holiday would be 4th of July. Love it. It's the only day where um, your average citizen gets to be as uh, foolishly patriotic as I am on a daily basis. And really, it's like it's the same reason that I enjoy New Year's Eve so much. Everyone else gets to behave the way I would every day. It's like, let's have a party. Uh, there's really no reason to celebrate uh, the a year starting other than it's midnight let's have a party let's let's make it last the whole the whole evening just going up to one moment i feel that the fourth of july is like the summertime version of that and we do have an anniversary to celebrate and we speak about that a little bit uh, as we proceed through our 15 minutes happy fourth of july weekend great to have the holiday on a sunday because that really does make it last really four days i mean if if today's the start of it, like today you're already thinking about the holiday, and then there are a lot of townships that are doing their um, 4th of July fireworks tonight. I know uh, my locale is, that would be Sterling, Virginia, at the uh, Sterling Park Golf Course uh, slash uh, Sterling Middle School. They're doing their fireworks tonight. There are fireworks displays going on tomorrow, Saturday, and then, of course, the actual 4th of July is Sunday, and the things going on that day. I'll speak on that in a moment. And then uh, most businesses, or I should say, not businesses, public entities, like schools, uh, the post office, libraries, uh, those kinds of things, government offices, public entities, they are celebrating the holiday on Monday. So it's a, it's a total wraparound weekend when you have a holiday like this on, uh, that falls on a Sunday. And every township around here is kind of playing it a little bit different. I imagine there are still uh, towns around that are doing their version of the 4th of July on Monday the 5th. Like if they figure that's the day everyone's going to be off, they're probably doing it that day. Oh, more on that in a moment. Wow, I've, I've already like promised more than 15 minutes worth of material here in the first three minutes. Uh, I do want to advertise uh, one event uh, coming up, certainly, that is uh, this Sunday. The 4th of July celebration that I am involved with is in Sterling, Virginia, specifically at uh, Claude Moore Park on my side of Route 7. It's uh, the old-time 4th of July celebration, uh, which will feature an old-timer, that's me, uh, reciting the Declaration of Independence. I'm going to be, uh, I think I get to be the first speaker. I think I get to kick the thing off at 10.30 a.m. at Claude Moore Park. For a long time, uh, this was a, a dormant celebration. And it, like The public reading of the Declaration of Independence fell silent upon the population at large for like decades. 
now townships are starting to do it again. And like, in a way, I'm happy. In a way, I'm a little bit resentful because it was like, hey, this was my idea like 17 years ago. Now other people are jumping on this. So this is gonna be my first time doing it at Claude Moore Park. I actually started this trend, myself anyway, 17 years ago, really was 17. It was 2004, was the first time I did this. Total renegade operation. And that year, 4th of July, was on a Sunday. And on Sunday afternoon, and I, I advertised this, Sunday afternoon, it was 2 o'clock, coming to Recreation Park, I'm going to stand at the uh, Rod Serling uh, bandstand and recite the Declaration of Independence. Because uh, I'd heard, I'd never seen this before, but that uh, in olden times, I'm talking like early 20th century and, and through the 19th century, it was customary on the 4th of July for a public official, like a mayor, a judge, justice of the peace, something like that, to recite the text of the Declaration of Independence in a public place. So residents come together, they celebrate the holiday, and then it disappeared. Like, like many traditions, this one faded. And uh, it, I couldn't find such an event anywhere. So I just decided, well, I'm going to just do this myself. Like, I'm, I'm not going to ask the town council or whatever. I'm just going to walk over to the park and do it. Um, so that was 2004. It was the first time I did that. Like, you know, I had a pretty good crowd, you know, a couple dozen people. And then uh, I did it again the following year. Uh, I believe it must have been a Monday that year. I, I did it in the evening. And then that started a pattern. I, I kept adding to it every year. Uh, a couple years I had music. Uh, one year it was a torrential downpour. I was the only person standing there in the rain, but I wanted to say that I, I did it that day. Uh, I think that was you know, one of those years in there, maybe 2007. But I did it like half a dozen times. And the last few, like I, I definitely brought my keyboard. I had you know, a buddy of mine playing the guitar. One, one time we had a drum set out there. And it was like a full-on ensemble. Like who's going to give me a hard time? I'm just a guy, you know bringing his horn to the park and, uh, you know, doing something patriotic. And uh, I appreciated uh, every time I was uh, able to do that. Eventually, you know, like most things, it got to the point where, wait a minute, I'm not making any money doing this. Why am I, why am I giving up my holiday? And uh, I let it fall dormant, to use that phrase again, for a few years until I kicked it up again in 2016 here in Virginia I started doing this at um, the Sterling Community Center outside under their little pavilion because by then I had my own child and like I wanted him to experience this as well. And I would advertise it in a fashion um, just for, uh, you know, local people to, to come. I always had, you know, a few stragglers would come and, you know, see the uh, public recitation of the uh, Declaration of Independence and it was, again, the same kind of thing. Like, I had no backing of the town government or whatever. It was just, I would always inform the Sterling Community Center folks, like, yeah, I'm going to do this thing. You know, your, your facility's closed that day. Like, you guys don't mind, right? <laughs> like, no, no one's going to be there. Who cares? Um, but I have uh, appreciated seeing other municipalities have caught on to this, and they, they do have people reciting the Declaration of Independence, um, it is uh, appropriate around here, I suppose. It, the text is mostly the work of uh, a Virginian. Uh, that would be uh, future president Thomas Jefferson. Uh, at the time, Jefferson was a delegate to the Second Continental Congress from our own state of Virginia. And then 
Three years later, after uh, this, 1779, he's elected governor of Virginia. So he was the main author among a committee of five men tasked with composing a formal document proclaiming our independence from the kingdom of Great Britain. Now, the thing about the Declaration is you, you will notice, hearing it or reading it, the, the lofty and rather high-minded language involved. This was more than just a letter to a king. It's a list of grievances against the king, but it's also an open letter to the world proclaiming this new society on the American continent. So the committee presents its work to the entire Congress at the end of June 1776. And what's interesting is that uh, it wasn't like they just put the thing up on Twitter and the next day is everybody's reading it. Um, I think the story goes something like John Adams always assumed that you know July 2nd was the day that people would remember. But as I understand it, it was like it took a couple days for really word to spread. And the first time that it, the text of the declaration appeared in the colonial newspapers and it was proclaimed and people were able to hear this aloud. Well, that, I guess that was July 4th because more than other charters, like founding documents of nations, ours is really meant to be proclaimed publicly. It's not just meant to be read. Now, I'm not going to, I'm not going to read it now um, because and geez, I'd hate to write into some uh, copyright issues, uh, but it's it's available uh, for you uh, to read. Of course, we all have access to the internet. Um, there are a couple choice phrases I'm going to pull out now. I would make the excuse of, "Oh, I don't have enough time to read the whole thing." Like, well, this is a podcast. I have as long as I want. Who cares? I don't have to stick it to 15 minutes. Like, it can be however long I want it to be. It it doesn't matter. Uh, but I would, um, I'll pull out a, a couple of choice phrases. My favorite one, because it's, um, most people haven't read through the whole text. Like, they, they know how it starts, and they know how it ends, but, but the middle of it is kind of interesting. I, I uh, made note of my favorite one here. The list of grievances against the king. This one says, He, King George III, has erected a multitude of new offices and sent hither swarms of officers, to harass our people and eat out their substance. I love that phrase, you know, swarms of officers and a multitude of new offices. The colonists were complaining about bureaucrats and like too many bureaucrats and like new offices coming up and like, you know, government jobs of the king's friends, basically. And that was one of their grievances that they put into uh, the founding charter of our nation. Too many politicians walking around. And I've always relished reading that phrase. From the other side, the one that I don't relish reading is that um, this is certainly out of step with the time. Uh, Jefferson refers to the, um, the original habit inhabitants of this land as the, quote, merciless Indian savages. And I always sort of bristle at reading that phrase, of course, because it, it sounds terrible and it is terrible. Uh, but I want to read the whole declaration, uh, you know, as is, not uh, not cleaning it up now. And it's just a product of a different time. And uh, I realized that Jefferson had his moral failings as well. And it's reading into it. It's that um, Jefferson and, and other men of his era just really did think of people of color as like a subhuman group of people. 
We know that now to be just factually wrong, and it's awful to think of it now. Um, but Jefferson, as, as I understood, even, even consulted like medical men of the day and scientists to, to look into this fact, whether the, you know, the um, people of color were, were like a lesser race. Uh, we know now with hundreds of years of science, it's complete baloney. Uh, however, that was, um, that was a thought of the time. It's, it's unfortunate that that's, that phrase is in the, um, in the founding document, but the one I usually bring up is uh, in the accompanying uh, constitution. It says uh, something along the lines of performing a, or uh, <laughs> creating a, a more perfect union. They don't say a perfect union. It's always referred to as a more perfect union, that this was uh, one step along the process. To, uh, to creating an ideal. And it's, it's with that in mind that, that we celebrate um, this holiday as a nation formed, not, not of any one race of people uh, or, a, uh, or you know, a, a particular uh, family on, among uh, members of, of uh, a particular tribe or under a particular king. It's, we're going to have a representative republic on this continent. And for the last 245 years now, we've been uh, making it this uh, more perfect union. I encourage you to uh, celebrate the holiday in the manner you find uh, most appropriate. For me, it's uh, I'm going to do that reading in the morning. I'm going to hit a bunch of parades, a bunch of uh, fireworks shows, spend time with uh, my family, maybe uh, maybe do some outdoor cooking, watch some baseball, do all things American. And, uh, of course, um, spend some time uh, listening to music, listening to podcasts, and uh, enjoying, uh, enjoying the freedoms we uh, are entitled to here as uh, Americans living under this uh, document as we have for the last uh, 245 years. I'm happy that uh, I am able to collaborate with my local uh, town government in being the reader for this year's uh, celebration of the public recitation of the um, Declaration of Independence. I appreciate your listening today. Um, you've been listening to Math and Musings. This has been episode number five. Today's date's July 2nd, the one that John Adams thought would be the official uh, holiday for our nation. Enjoy your 4th of July weekend. Hope you've enjoyed listening to Math and Musings. Uh, Math Musings is presented by Michael O'Connell. For more information or to contact, go to MikeOConnellJr.com. <laughs>